begin. It's 8.30. So everyone, welcome. Welcome to Success Skills with Talentees. Uh, we've just started this um, event just a few weeks ago, and it's going strong, and it's really picking up. So thank you all for being present and joining in every week. Um, log on to talentease.com to get to know us a little better. Uh, we, we are in the space of students. We are for you, with you. Um, a guide, a mentor, a coach, a counselor, like we have today. So uh, without further ado, we are dealing with a very important theme today, stress. I mean, the sound of the word itself is uh, stressful, right? It's, uh, it's an onomatopoeia in itself. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the word itself. So um, we have Jennifer Pinto with us. She's a counselor. She's a wellness coach. She's a um, mentor on our site. So she's a counselor on our site as well. So yeah, like I mentioned earlier, you can log on to our site and find her there and book a session with her. But apart from that, she's such a positive, positive person and just wonderful to speak to. I think she just finished her Zumba class, which she's been doing for many, many years. And um, hence the timing of 8.30 as well. So let's see how this goes. Jennifer, welcome. And thank you for being with us. On today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Since this is Instagram live and it's, you know, chop, chop and it's quick. So we'll just dive right into it. Um, in this day and age right here now, right? Maybe post COVID, during COVID, still dealing with COVID, repercussions, all of that. What are some of the issues or challenges do you think students face today? I think for young people, students, you know, uh, the biggest problem is socializing at the moment. They're stuck at home, uh, everything, school, college. I think a few places now, colleges have reopened. Uh, but still, it's the socializing aspect. Talking to your friend like this over the phone isn't the same as putting your arm around them or just having a good laugh, you know. And now at present, even if we're having a good laugh with each other face to face, we still have to wear a mask, right? We never get to see each other like this anymore. Um, so yeah, social life is a huge challenge. It's difficult because with social media, again, uh, I know kids are on this all the time, but still human beings were made for touch. We were made for physical appearances, face to face encounters with each other, right? Um, another, another, um, challenge that everyone faces, but I think young people struggle with it more, even though they are technology oriented, is that boundary between home and school, you know, school and going outside, which outside doesn't happen. You know, a lot of people who live in apartment complexes, they don't get to go downstairs and play with each other anymore. Maybe gated communities, yes. So changing boundaries is a challenge. Social Socializing opportunities have shrunk, you know, it's not happening. And the other one I think would be safety online. Because everybody is now online, you don't know who's adding you, you'd be surprised, even for me, all of a sudden, I've had a flood of um, requests on Facebook today, you know, just random people, people I don't know, but people who know people I know. Now, as an older person, I'm okay with filtering or saying, I don't want to add this person. When you're younger, it's harder to say, should I add this person or not? It adds to my collection of people, right? I'll get more likes. I'll have more people on my list. And that's what counts. And there's a safety issue there because we don't know everybody who contacts us. 
So those would be my top three challenges uh, that young people might be facing today. Socializing, changing boundaries, and safety aspects online. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's funny you mentioned that because when, I remember when I was much younger uh, saying that, oh, I've got, you know, whatever, 500 friends on Facebook. And then my friend says, oh, I've got 750. And then it's like, okay, now whoever adds me, I'm just going to say, yeah, request. Yes, yes, doesn't matter. Okay. And okay. this whole new fad of likes, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's scary. scary. It's, uh, yeah, it's scary. It's scary. I've seen a few. I've seen a few videos out there of, you know, these are all in, taken in America, but still, I mean, it's, it's, it's a real issue, whether it's there or here, it's a real issue, right? Yeah. People contacting teenagers saying, meet me here, meet me there. I mean, how does that work? At least here in India, as parents, we still have, I feel, a little more, you know, hang on, you know, uh, on what our kids are doing or who they're meeting and what's going on. We still have control over that. I know. Um, uh, so for our audience, uh, if you have any questions or any thoughts or anything that comes to your mind as we are talking, please uh, feel free to put in your comments, um, even ask questions if you need to. I mean, we'll have a segment later on that uh, Jennifer will answer your queries. So please think about it. Let it simmer. And there's no question that's, that's be out of bounds. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. Great. Thanks. Um, so the... Uh, the thing that we hear so often and we say it with, uh, you know, just a lot of times um, is I'm, I'm so stressed. This is so stressful. And um, certain times it's, yeah, it's very surface level and it's just something that you say. But certain times it could be much deeper, much, much deeper that sure. it could run into, you know, anxiety or even depression sure. or other different names that uh, yeah. uh, it has. So could you shine some light on this word stress? Okay. What is stress? I mean, think about yourself on a calm day. You're at equilibrium, right? You're happy. You're cheerful. Um, everything's going great. You're calm. Maybe you just, everything's fine. It's like, you know, the surface of a pond, maybe. When that equilibrium for us, each one of us, when that is disturbed, and it can be disturbed by anything, right? Um, it's stress. It's basically something that troubles you and disturbs your equilibrium. Now, the intensity might vary. So your question was, we sometimes use it for fun, right? For example, let me give you an example. Now, if you've jammed your finger in the door, really jammed your finger in the door. That's very painful. Your body goes into stress, severe physical stress, which is very different from if you touched a hot dish on a stove and you just said, ah, and backed off. The in it's the same thing. You've hurt yourself, but the intensity varies. Similarly, emotional situations vary in intensity. Okay. Supposing your friend, you're having a bit of a tiff and, and your friend says, don't act daft, man, you know? Uh, it might sting for a second. You'll call your friend another name back and you'll get over it. You, it passes. But um, if you're feeling nervous about exams or an interview or something like that, it makes you uneasy. Now, stressed is different from uneasy. So we have to learn how to temper that word. You know, like we temper chocolate. We need to right. use that word carefully. So if I'm nervous, say, I'm really feeling nervous right now, I'm, or I'm feeling uneasy, I'm, I'm tired, is different from saying I'm stressed, right? right? Um, so I think when we feel emotional, 
imbalance or any of the thing any anything like that i think we should choose our words carefully it's not that we don't have a vocabulary we do we do have a vocabulary by the time we're teenagers i suggest using the right word for the right intensity you know i've heard people say they look at a menu and they say oh, i can't order anything right now i'm so stressed i know it's stressful looking at 200 things on a menu but just say you know what this is impossible i really don't know what to choose uh, choose for me is better than saying i'm stressed reading a menu cannot be stressful yeah. it can be annoying which is a different <laughs> word so i think we should learn to be careful when we use the word stress and that okay, way tell us why why is it you know why why do we not uh, why shouldn't we use that word yeah because when we are stressed okay the body goes into stress the emotion goes into stress and like you were going to you was, you said earlier it could go into anxiety it could go to depression yeah. so let us reserve that word stress for what stress really is and not all stress is bad think of it that way sometimes we need a little bit of stress to get moving to get motivated and that's good stress or what we call eustress okay if we're just lazing around and doing nothing all day how does it help you it doesn't you need a little bit of good stress to push you you know if you have a bell curve right yes. then you need that little stress to push you to study push you to finish that project push you to get whatever your your kitchen work done your cooking done for your guests or whatever it might be but when it goes beyond that and it pushes you to a point where your your emotions are hurting and your body is hurting and your mind is hurting then it becomes bad so i think when it goes over that bell curve and we're really starting to get stressed that's when we should use the word stress okay up until then the the up curve the use stress i think we should say things like oh i'm getting a little nervous now you know my guests are going to be here in an hour and i haven't finished cooking or i i have four chapters left to study for an exam two days away and i think the nervousness is building up or uh, the uneasiness is building up instead of saying stress do you get what i'm saying we can use better words in the up curve and use stress as a word in the down curve and that way people around us will also be able to differentiate between okay he's just a little bit you know feeling iffy versus he's really stressed and now i know this is going to be trouble but um i mean that word <clears throat> is so i mean it's used all the time by all of us right i know i <laughs> use that a lot i mean literally when you spoke about the menu i'm like okay this has so many words it's too stressful to look at yeah, literally yeah. so yeah. um i i don't know we have to be a little bit more conscious i guess when I think awareness is the key. Awareness is the key. We all, you know, we all have a point beyond which we know we're tipping in the wrong direction. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. So yesterday I had a whole bunch of things to do, okay? Somebody had sent me material for a training that I was supposed to do today. There were a couple of things on that training that I didn't know how to do. I was trying to get on a call with that person to find out how to run it and nothing was falling into place. It was becoming 8 o'clock, 8.15, 8.30 um, and I was catching up with you. So, you know, all those things were happening and they were not falling into place. But I realized that there's not much to stress about because as long as I get all my information by this morning, 9 o'clock, I'd be fine. you know so there was that constant awareness factor saying 
don't tip over the edge jennifer it's okay somebody will call you back something will fall into place and as each thing gets eliminated it starts falling off your plate right right so awareness is the key knowing where each one of us has that tipping point is very important yeah a lot of times i think we get just so busy in life that we're not aware of what is happening to us you know so what do we do at that point what could we do at that point the tipping point yeah yep i think when you are acutely aware of your thought process where your tipping point is you can always pull back in in so many different ways okay one of the ways would be you're at your tipping point and somebody comes and tells you you have to do something else you could just turn around and say no i'm sorry i my plate is full sometimes we stress ourselves by taking on too much more than we can handle we like to do that sometimes you know we think or we imagine that we are more capable than we are and it's in it's perfectly all right to say hey you know what i'm not capable right now of taking on this much i'm not i don't want to you know and i've realized i have personally realized the hard way so i mean for young people if we were to say you have one group of friends that says come out with me and then there's something else and you're socialized and then you know you're tired i do have a young lady who i spoken to once and she said i get tired you know and some days i don't want to go see my friends so i said why don't you not go then oh no they'll feel bad i'm like you know don't stress yourself tell them listen i'm not feeling well today i've got a bit of a cold and I'm, i'm just tired i don't want to is it okay if i come next time come on if they're good friends they're going to say yeah sure whatever she'll turn up yeah. next time don't stress yourself and don't also be the friend that stresses other friends to say come okay <laughs> yeah i guess um, i mean saying no also you know at certain times that's very important you know and as young people i feel we don't want to miss out on what's happening in the world yeah. that's why we don't say no fomo okay? <laughs> Oh, absolutely <laughs> absolutely it's just it's just a slightly older version of small babies have you seen small babies they'll yeah. they'll stay awake to a point where their eyes are blistering and then they'll start crying and the parent is so helpless and there's shrieking going on why because they don't want to sleep they just want to be where the action is whatever the action is i don't know you know and this is just a teenage version of the same thing correct but um <laughs> i i don't know personally i mean for me as well i have that problem but now i have jomo which is the joy of missing out <laughs> so yeah i've got to learn i've i've really got to learn all these terms huh jomo okay yeah. that's a new one <laughs> hey you work with students yeah. you should know these yes, terms I, no, I, yeah they're just too many of them also <laughs> honestly yeah. there are too many of them every yeah Actually, every week there's something new Yeah. Uh, uh Jennifer, you know what we'll do right now? We'll go into a few questions and a few comments sure. that have come up from the audience sure. and then we'll yes. go into maybe the last sure. question that. Yeah. Sure. So, let's just take a look at uh, a few questions that have come. It's taking a little time. can the use of language play a big role in managing stress yeah i guess you did it it does you know if we're going to say for example i'll give you a very i mean depression is another word that is very very loosely used okay 
Depression is an illness. It happens to people. It's very difficult for people who are depressed to come out of it by themselves. They really need help. Okay, and it's serious. It's it's a constant feeling of sadness, uh, for various reasons. The causes might be hormonal imbalance. It could be family situation. So many reasons. Okay, but you know, I've heard people use that word so frivolously. You know, in a conversation in an elevator, I heard this a few maybe a year ago when I was in office. Um, yeah, I wanted to buy that outfit and I couldn't get it. The other sale was over. I'm so depressed. Mm-hmm. It's an outfit. <laughs> it's just yeah. an outfit. You didn't get this one. You'll find somewhere else. You'll find something else that you like down the road. Depression is something extremely serious, and we can't throw words around. Yeah. Again, again. I I know somebody who used to score in her nineties in her ISC exams. She managed to get a little less. Like she didn't use the word depressed, but she was feeling lousy. Okay. You can say I'm feeling lousy. Yeah. I'm feeling bad about it. I'm feeling unhappy that I didn't get what I wanted. I'm feeling a little down. Yeah. But depressed? I don't think so. You know, and 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 we need to be careful. So yes, vocabulary plays. And another thing, I'm sorry, I'm going to say alongside this is something that we do not learn. Okay, in our lives. Starting from the homes that we live in, into school, we don't learn it. Into college and our work life, we don't learn it. Is naming our emotions correctly? Okay, you'll find on Google images, you know, of a huge spectrum. If you take sadness, under sadness there is, I'm upset, I'm feeling down, I'm feeling lousy. There are variations of that, you know, and there are so many words. We don't have to use one or two. Right. I'm feeling unhappy. What happened to a simple word like unhappy? I'm feeling rejected right now. I'm feeling dejected. I'm feeling um, lonely. Yeah. You know, I, those are words. And depressed is not an umbrella term we can use for anything and everything. So we do have to be careful. I think teaching. Yes, there is a question. Should correct language be incorporated into our children's lives to help express themselves? Since the question, I can just see it there. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I think when our children are angry and upset, we should ask them, "Are you feeling angry right now? Are you feeling sad that your friend didn't come over today?" Labeling our feelings correctly is very important. It helps us also manage. The other thing is we should. And I, I learned this somewhere recently. Is we shouldn't say I'm angry, I am mad. Then what happens is we become that emotion. We are not our emotion. We should yeah. expressly say I am feeling angry, I am feeling mad, I am yeah. feeling unhappy because a feeling comes and a feeling goes, and we can deal with the feeling. But when the, we make the feeling us. I then you see. cannot disengage you cannot disengage from that it's a feeling of i'm stuck with this and we don't want to be stuck with it right right wow yeah i this is a lot to talk about there's so much to talk about yeah <laughs> understand uh, about ourselves i think awareness right there and then makes the difference uh, i'm yes. sorry leo i know there's a question from you i can't read the whole thing uh, um, as parents, as parents. Let's try, yeah 
Do you read it? Can you read it? Uh, I can Jennifer? just see up to a point. As as one Correct. second, let me try. Me as parents, as how do we balance between being too involved or being too hands off supporting our children? You know, Leo, that's the biggest trick or challenge, if you want to call it. It's very difficult. It all depends upon our relationship and our bond with our children. Sometimes we we make mistakes also as parents. I think uh, there is. that balance is the hardest i have no answer for you because i'm pretty much in the same you know boat with my child um it's all uh, how we give and take how we respond to them but here's what i'm going to say um i think as parents one of the things that we struggle with is losing our temper with our children i think as we get older we tend to be a little less accommodating maybe because we're stuck in our ways and our children are looking for some sort of openness and i think as long as parents we keep trying to keep that line of communication open and being you know honest with our kids and say hey i don't really have a manual you know but if you want to talk about it let's talk about it i'll share my thoughts you share you share yours and we'll see what we can do about this we're in this journey together you know you can't as my child you can't run away from me and i as your parent can't run away from you we've got to put our heads together and see what works and the same trick isn't going to work every time it's a very dynamic sort of you know role that we play as parents and role that our kids play in our lives so i think that balance first of all lies you know on patience and a huge amount of trust in ourselves and our kids uh what comes to mind as well is i mean i had a, a really good friend who was a mother and was a single mother at that and had two boys wow. who were much uh, uh, older one in fact older than me and one younger than me um they were super open i mean they had an amazing relationship they wow. would tell her anything literally i'm not going into the details but anything but right anything, and i yeah. remember asking her it's like how 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 do you not react how do how does this work and this was like a long back? time ago mm-hmm. and this is what she said she's like exactly what you said uh, she said mm-hmm. i don't react and that's how that's i mean it's not like i'm okay with it all, a lot of times but i don't react and that's what keeps the channel of communication open, open. all the time and that's yeah. so they're more trusting that's, so next time they don't think about that you know how is she going to react what is she going to say yeah yeah so i hear well. i hear you yeah um you know and that's not to say that as you know we're perfect as parents we do lose our temper we do end up reacting we're human too you know and no matter and i i believe one thing you know even if we were given a parenting manual it wouldn't work <laughs> it wouldn't work because each of our children is different each situation with each child is different you have to look at our personality the kids personality it's it's complex it's not as easy as easy as people make it look <laughs> and if you have two i um, mean two children or more each of those also are different oh yeah oh yeah i know somebody oh, yeah. who has five five kids and he was telling us he says you know each of my five children are so different it's not yeah. funny yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so Um so uh guys uh, uh, like i mentioned earlier Jennifer is a counselor with us on our side so if you want to book a session with her and have a 
you know, close one-on-one, log on to www.talentease.com and uh, find her in the personal mentoring section. She's uh, right there. So you can book a session right away. But uh, Jennifer, this, the, the name of our show is Success Skills. So I want to mm-hmm. end this uh, with you. What are your success skills? Ha! Huh. What are my success skills? Okay. Um, well, one of the things I think uh, would be good time management skills. Okay, prioritization. I hate calling them time management because you can't manage time. You can't. Okay? You end up getting... Yeah, that's about it. So I'm not perfect in that area, okay? But I've noticed on the days where I channel, you know, put down what needs to be done and keep staring at that list, you know, every half an hour, I do get distracted. Facebook is one of my biggest distractions, okay? I'll be honest. Um, and when I look at that list, I know, okay, this got done, this got done, this got done. Some days I get just the easy stuff done. I don't get the heavy stuff done, okay? And that's fine. We can't beat ourselves over it. But good prioritization skills are very important. We got to learn it. We got to teach our kids. Okay? That way, you will also manage stress. Going back to our previous question and our previous discussion. Right? Right. Another skill. Okay? If I can call it a skill, I think it's more an attitude. For me, success is I don't bother about what people think. I have zero fear of judgment. I don't know where it comes from. Maybe, maybe it comes from my parents. Maybe it comes from the situation I've grown up in. I really don't care what people think about my choices, about how I want to do something. Um, it's not to say that I don't care what you think of me. It's not that negative sort of thing. It's, you know, a lot of times students, their parents, a lot of people don't do the things they want to do in life because they're afraid of what will people think? What will people say? Really? Really? In my opinion, I think unless people are funding you, sponsoring you, then they have the right to think. People are going to judge us anyway. Are we going to wait and stop our entire life? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. You know, I started teaching Zumba when I was 35. For a brief moment, I thought to myself, really? You're going to start at 35? You've never been into anything fitness related to you till then. And then I said, you know what? I'm doing this for me. I really don't care for the rest of the world. And I'm still not as slim and fit and whatever as you would imagine a Zumba instructor. I am me. I'm doing it for my exercise. I'm doing it for my happiness, my me time, and whatever you want to call it, you know. Um, And so that's an attitude that I have. I really don't care. You know, if they think it's wrong, let them think it's wrong. I need to do it for me. So if I might ask my, you, did you always have it? Did you always have this attitude or did you develop it over time? I think I always had it. I felt, okay, so here's the thing. I always thought as a student, yeah, I was a very, you know, I don't want confrontations. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want people to think this of me. But I have a friend who I met 25 years later here in Bangalore. And she said, you know, even in school, you were like that. And I always wondered, can I have like 10% of what that girl has? And I said, really? I didn't realize. So apparently I always had it. But it's become a little bit worse now that I'm older. Like (laughs) now I really don't care what. But let me tell any of the young people out there, okay, don't bother or don't bother a hoot about what happiness. See, I take your mom and dad's opinion, okay? Ask them what they think of certain choices that you might make. Respect what your parents say. 
But if you still want to do it, tell your parents, I hear what you say, I understand what you're trying to tell me, but I want to try this out. I really want to take up this course because that's my way, my heart, my passion, my whatever it is, okay? But if it's anybody outside your parents circle, that's the door. Scoot. Shoot. I'm just going to do what I need to do for me and be happy because you know what? Kids, guys, young people out there who are listening today, your life will go by faster than you can imagine. You know, even today I sit back and I tell my husband, I am just 25 years ago I was 25, 20 years old, you know? And I the, the world stretched before me and then 25 came, 30 came, 30 to 40 just went psk, like that. I don't know where the time went. You know, and the next decade is up, you know? Right. So don't imagine that you have a lot of time. Do what makes you happy. Follow your heart, travel. I mean, now travel is not possible, but whatever you want to do, follow your passion, your dream. Don't wait. Don't wait. Wow. <laughs> Inspiring. I mean, um I mean, I feel like we can continue talking and talking yeah, but and there's like so much of activity on the chat as well. I mean, a lot of Oh, really? Um Ruby Maguire asking what's a tip that you can give a budding counselor? That is yeah. What can you what tip I could give? Yeah, Ruby, hey. Um I know you, Ruby. Ruby, the advice I would give you is listen very carefully to your counsel carefully to your counselees. Listen to read between the lines. It's the people that you're caring for as a counselor that are important, not our own thoughts. We can share our thoughts. We must share our thoughts because that's what they come to us for. But listen very very carefully to the person on the other side because they're the ones who need your care and your attention. So there might be things that they're not telling you that you want to figure out but they are more important at that point in a session. Wow. Um thank you thank you Jennifer. Uh another question uh, actually from Ramona isn't it fair for us as parents to have expectations from our children? <clears throat> It is. When we have expectations of our children we should tell them what those expectations are. it's unfair if we have the expectation and they don't know what it is it's it's like an organization when you sit with your manager you set expectations but both people know them it's unfair to have expectations and you know what you know we're dealing with human beings here and sometimes our children have expectations of us too i expect you as my parent to love me to protect me to provide for me to help me make better choices to forgive me to teach me certain things yes and when we we also have to fulfill those expectations that our kids have of us so i think when we have those expectations we must must sit and you know you can't do it with very small children they don't understand this when they are below 10 but above 9 and 10 years old they do understand and i think talking about these expectations is very very important you know and then if we don't talk how do we know at what level our child is i am expecting my child to get 100 on 100 for example academics right but my child is not capable of that it's okay it's okay you get something you get you know i expect you not to get 35 but anywhere between 50 and 80 is good however i love you despite what happens yeah my child first your marks afterwards 
Lovely. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think, uh, like I mentioned earlier, this conversation can go on, and can maybe we'll on. do a part two. A part two. Maybe a parents uh, segment. Maybe something else Absolutely. that. Uh, maybe if the audience has some ideas for a different, uh, you know, uh, a talk. Maybe mm-hmm. in, uh, a, another live event. Maybe a few weeks from now. I I'm going on saying maybe. Okay. uh but if you have any ideas or any uh, themes that you would like for us to cover uh you can dm us on in, on our talentees page anytime you can email us at hello@talentees.com it's a simple hello@talentees.com and uh, let us know your thoughts and uh, we'll uh, we'll try and definitely have a session yeah with jennifer that. again in I time i love that yeah thank you yeah. Thank you.